Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello, everyone out there in Blog Talk Radio land or podcast land or wherever you happen to be listening to this podcast. Uh, my name is Preston Sandlin with the Home Inspector Show. Um, I own Home Inspection Carolina here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, thank you for listening. I appreciate you uh, giving me your time, and I'll uh, try to try to give you a return on that time, make it, make it uh, worth your time. So uh, let's get right into it. Normally, uh, topics I talk about are home inspection, home improvement, uh, pretty much anything to do with your house or purchasing a home that uh, involves the you know, physical, tangible uh, property itself. Uh, might not be so good on mortgages and that sort of thing, but uh, the actual property, uh, I, I'll try to answer or put you in touch with somebody who does. If you have one of those type of questions, uh, please don't hesitate. Go to homeinspectioncarolina.com. Uh, you can message me through there. Uh, there's also a lot of uh, useful information, uh, resources there, uh, a lot of maintenance videos, all kinds of stuff. But today's show is not going to be about that. It's going to be something different. Um, just uh, something that's really uh, has helped me a lot, and uh, I thought I would pass it, um, and maybe it might be helpful for you too. Um, it's uh, a way to be happy, uh, or five ways to be happy. <laughs> I know you're like, oh my gosh, what did? Have you been to the to the uh, the uh, uh, the, uh, <laughs> the yeah? Go to the store where, you know, it's legal in our state now. Not that at all. Um, it's just a mindset or something, you know, it's something that I use that uh, I would like to at least tell you about um, and maybe, you, you know, would like to look into it too. It's something called stoicism. Uh, I'm a big, big fan of stoicism. I have been probably for since uh, the late 90s. Um, I read a book that talked about it and I got really curious uh, it was in a book, uh, oh, what was it called? A Man in Full. Uh, and, uh, oh gosh, it was uh, uh, like Bonfire of the Vanities, I think was the movie. But whatever, uh, the guy talked about it. And I was really uh, interested in it, so I, I, I researched it. Stoicism was a, uh, a, uh, a Greek philosophy uh, started by Zeno. Um, and stoicism actually is like the porch <laughs> or the, the column where they discussed it, and that's how it became stoic. There's a lot of different philosophies, but stoicism re- resonated the, the, the most with me. And stoicism, I know when you see somebody stoic, it's like that they don't have um, uh, emotion or something like that. And although kind of, sort of, there's a lot more to it than that. And, uh, and, it, and it's not as dull or bland as it seems. It's just actually very logical. Um, and it's a, uh, Tim Ferriss calls it a, the perfect operating system for human beings. And I'll just break it down real quick. Uh, I know I'm sort of in pie in the sky real quick. Stoicism has a couple of tenets, and I will uh, explain those real quick and see if these resonate with you. Stoicism basically says everything that happens or everything um, falls into two categories, things you can control and things you can't control. Um, you know, you can't control the weather. You can't control what people say about you. You can't control what people think about you. But you can control how you react and how you, um, you know, how you perceive things. That's actually under your control. 
the, the, the weird paradox of this is uh, people think more stuff's under their control than actually is, but the things that actually are under their control, they don't realize it, if that makes sense. Um, but if you keep that in mind that it's something in my control or not in my control, and if it's not in my control, you just can't worry about it. It's a waste of time to worry about it. All you can worry about is the things that are in your control. And you have to realize, you know, basically all you ever worry about is the things that's in your control, and you'll be a much happier person. Now, how does that affect And You might say, well, that's not completely true. Let's say like a tennis match or a football game or something like that. A stoic would think the outcome of the game is ultimately not in their control. Now, what is in the control is practice. They can practice and increase their odds of winning in how they play. So a really good coach, somebody like Belichick, and I am not a fan of, of, of the Patriots, but what is in your control is how you play, how well you play. So what they celebrate is how well they play, whether they won or lost. Now, obviously, if they practice really hard and they play really hard, they increase their chance of winning the game. But ultimately, they don't celebrate wins or losses. It's nice if you win, but they really celebrate. You you could win the game and play terrible. You would not celebrate that because you did not do what was in your control very well. Conversely, you would um, uh, celebrate even if you lost but you played, you know, you played the best that you could. You celebrated what was in your control. All you control is how you play. You know, the, the end of, it's like a tennis match. You ultimately do not control who wins or loses, but you control how well you play. Now, obviously, you increase your odds by practicing and all that. But, again, what can you control, what you can't control? You don't worry about the things that you can't control, and you don't beat yourself up. You just focus on the things you can control. Now, there is a third dimension, which we just talked about. You can influence things or increase the odds of something, but you must realize that ultimately, you know, even if you, you know, two teams play and one's obviously better than the other, you know, if they play 100 times, you know, there's a chance one out of 100, the, other, the, the ultimate is not in your control, but what is in your control is how you can affect the, like, the, your preparation. So anyway, that's, that's one thing. Everything that happens, you got to ask yourself, is this something I can control or something I can't control? And if it's something I can't control, you just can't worry about it. It is a waste of your time and energy to worry about it. Just focus on the things that you can control, and you'll be a lot more efficient than most people because a lot of people worry about things they can't control. Number two is another Stoic philosophy. Amar fati means whatever happens, I just lean into it and make it part of the story. And you ever seen somebody who's overcome cancer or something really bad happened to them, but then later they'll tell you, you know, that was the best thing that ever happened to me because they overcame it and it taught them so much. So the Amar Fatai means whatever happens, you lean into it and you say, you know what, I'm not going to be beaten by this. 
I'm going to beat this. This is going to become part of the plot of my story. Um, so, you know, whatever the hardship is, I love it. I'm, I'm, I was waiting on that challenge. Let's go right at it. Amor Fatah. Number two, Memento Mori. This is another stoic technique. And basically, have you ever, this is kind of sad, but have you ever had somebody close to you or somebody your age or a really good friend or a parent or somebody you knew really well pass away? And especially if it feels like an early age or something like that. It's like a wake-up call. All of a sudden you, oh, my gosh, you reprioritize. Kind of like that song. Have you ever heard that song, uh, Tim McGraw song, um, Live Like You Were Dying? Isn't it amazing how, like, you're shook up a little bit and you realize what's really important? Well, Memento Mori is meant to do that every day to make you realize what's important. So the idea is you realize that you are going to die every day. You say, I'm going to die. I mean, you, and you think. There's also, like, negative visualization that goes along with that. Now, it sounds crazy, doesn't it? But you visualize some of the worst possible things happening, you know, something, your house burning down, you know, your spouse, your child, you, somebody dying. And, and I know this sounds really morbid. But what happens is you do that for like five or ten minutes a day. Negative visualizations or memento mori. Remember, you will die. That is what memento mori means. What it does is you come back and you realize, okay, that didn't happen yet. It will happen eventually. It makes you not take things for granted. So, you know, what you realize every day, you know, every moment you have with your child, with your spouse is a gift. Um, because you realize before it's too late that, you know, you don't have forever. Uh, memento mori. Um, <clears throat> number four, this one's a little odd, but it, it, it works. Practice discomfort. Um, you know what? You don't, I, I mean, Stoics believe that they don't believe in, you know, you're, you're, you know, like minimalism or, you know, that uh, wealth is evil or anything like that. But what they do say is you practice discomfort. You know, even though you can't afford certain things, you know what? Take the less expensive thing. Uh, wear the less expensive clothes. Um, you know, the, some of the stuff they say is a little crazy, though. <laughs> Go out in cold weather. You know, take a cold shower. You know, challenge yourself to uh, be uncomfortable. And the thought is that when discomforts or uncomforts come in life, you're ready for them. You're not taken by surprise. You know, get out and do some hard work. Do some hard labor. Um, you know, do it the hard. Take the hard route. Take the hard thing. You know, it's kind of like exercise, you know. Practice discomfort, and uh, it'll make you more prepared for when discomfort actually comes in your life. And number five is view everything from a distance. View everything from 10,000 feet. Imagine looking at your life and every little thing that's happening from 10,000 feet or 100 years from now. You know, how small we really are in relation to the universe. It kind of puts our problems and things like that into perspective. You know, a lot of times we think our problem is the worst thing in the world, it's the most pressing thing in the world. Why us? Why me? But if you really look at you and your problem, in the, the scope of the whole universe, you know, I mean, Earth, or looking up 
from space or 100 years from now, I mean, 100 years from now, or even a year from now, will this problem even matter? I mean, I think it's putting things in perspective in, in, in the universe. Uh, makes you realize, no, it's actually kind of trivial in the big picture. So it kind of gives you a big picture view. So let me go over the, the five things one more time. Uh, um, control, uh, you know, three buckets. Uh, things I can control, things I can't. And things I can't control but I can influence, you know, go by what I can't control. Um, but I can't ultimately control the outcome. So that's all under number one. Number two is Amar Fatah. Just lean into whatever the problem is. Uh, the obstacle is the way. Is, um, uh, who's the guy who wrote that? Um, he, he loves to listen to uh, Ryan. I can't think of his name, but that was a uh, one of the you know you got Epictetus, you got uh, Marcus Aurelius. That was one of Marcus Aurelius. There's four big names: Seneca, Marcus Aurelius, Epictetus, Zeno. Um, four big names in um, Stoicism. All right, so amor uh, that the dichotomy of control, memento mori. Remember, you will die, um, and just remember the time is limited and that clock's ticking and negative visualization. Number four, practice discomfort. Um, it just makes you humble. Uh, it makes you able to deal with adversity because you're already used to it. And number five, look at things from 10,000 feet or a year, 100 years, and just put things into perspective. I know the problem you're having right now seems like, oh, my gosh, but will it matter a year from now? Will it matter a hundred years? And looking up on space and huge, I mean, of all the Earth and how small we are in the universe, does this problem really matter that much? Put it in perspective. Anyway, I hope that has been helpful. Five techniques of stoicism. Look up stoicism. Uh, Ryan is uh, uh, the ego is enemy. He's a good uh, person, but it's basically Seneca, Marcus Aurelius, Zeno, or Epictetus. Uh, I challenge you to look up Stoicism. It's uh, as Tim Ferriss uh, says, it's a great human operating system, and it's a good way to, to to be happy and to you know not let things worry you too much. This has been Preston Allen with Home Inspection Carolina. Thank you for listening. Uh, please check out our website, homeinspectioncarolina.com. And uh, let us know if we can help you in any way. Thank you.